one. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everybody. Welcome to the Level With You show, episode 71, coming at you at the unusual time of 7.45 Eastern Time on Wednesday. Why are we recording now, you ask? Because earlier we got a chance to see the final PS5 showcase before the console launches this November 12th. We know the price. It's $499 for the disk drive, $399 for the digital edition, and we are going to be talking all about the games that they showed. All right, back half of the show, we'll get to the usual what we've been playing, yada, yada, but big stuff happening, big stuff popping off at Sony. How you guys doing? Today, I'm joined by Kenny Castro. What's up? What's up, guys? Sorry about that. Normally, around this time is where I'm kind of <laughs> shutting it down. Oh, I feel you. Uh, <laughs> middle, middle of one of my big old yawns. And Tyler Hadley, what's going on, man? Hey, everybody. How we doing? And last but certainly not least, Mr. Anthony Dort. What's going on? I definitely was not looking at Donkey Kong porn. That's you, not me. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, All right, I don't, yeah. Anthony, I don't know how you say that this is like your wind down time. You're like up till 2 a.m. almost all, every day. I think where I went wrong is I was working on commissions and then I was like, oh, I got half, like half an hour till the podcast. I'm going to lay down and rest my eyes. That's where I made a mistake. Because for 10 <laughs> minutes, I was just like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> Well, I'll, this I'll, is... I'll, get, I'll get there. Just gotta move the blood a little bit. You can go to Dunkin' Donuts. Think... You gotta get a free coffee today, apparently. What? Yeah. I had to pay for my coffee today. I think it's, it's on the. Well, I think it's on the app. You you get a free coffee. I did. Wait, nope. The yeah, sales it's... guy paid for the coffee today, so I got a free coffee today. Technically, anyway, uh, but it's because they came after the Celtics. They were like, let's 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 take care of New England today. Celtics <laughs> lost. It was a tough <laughs> loss too. That was. A, did you guys catch that game one? No, I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff so far. Um, I think the Bulls are gonna have it, but the Celtics put up a really good fight, so I certainly could see him coming back. But uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. man. Black Bulls are they're training right now. They're gonna fight the Devils soon, so we'll see. I, I think the Bulls <laughs> yeah. can do it though. I think the Bulls got this. I get that reference. <laughs> Black, Black Clover, right? Ooh, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're flying over my head. I'm right there with you, bud. <laughs> Yeah, Get it because they play on brooms? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Speaking of playing on brooms, we got a first look at the Harry Potter game. We got a look at Final Fantasy 16. Lots of surprises, I think, that uh, really felt most like a, an E3 conference out of all of the shows that we've seen as far as, I don't know, overall hype. I felt like I was on... I think it was smart, even though it was frustrating, that they waited till the very end to show the price because kind of kept you on the edge of your seat. Like, are they, are they really going to not tell us again? But they did. Um, so I think we'll just get into it now, guys. Just hop right into the topic of the show. PS5 Showcase. Let me hear your thoughts on if it met your expectations. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty cool showcase. Um, I mean, there, there were games that they announced that I wasn't particularly expecting would be announced. Mm. Um, like Final Fantasy 16. Um, yeah, that, that they opened looked... with that too. Yeah, I was really surprised. Same. I thought it was like Dragon's Dogma at first, the first like shot we got of it. I thought it was like a new Dragon's Dogma game. I thought it was Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was getting some like hardcore Witcher vibes from it. I knew it wasn't going to be like a Witcher game, but like just the the colors and everything like reminded me of the Witcher. Like some of the movement and the combat kind of was like Witcher-esque. I was like, what is it? Mm-hmm. I think that's cool they're bringing it back to, like, the medieval fantasy setting versus, like, the futuristic, how they kind of are going. Yeah, definitely. It felt certainly like a little bit, you know, throwback to the early Final Fantasies, 
slash maybe I don't know. I haven't played FF9 very much, but sort of like FF9, FF12, sort of yeah. uh, Western history type of uh, fantasy. I think the combat looked really uh, engaging. I, and one thing I was trying to like figure out is whether or not this is a maybe the first Final Fantasy without party members. Um, I, I hope not. No. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I mean, from the trailer, that's I got that vibe too. But I was really hoping I was like ah. But part of the final fan, like the draw, or at least to me, of Final Fantasy is, you know, getting your different party members and, mm-hmm. like, and the camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they did just knock the roster down from in fifteen from like I don't know the usual like seven eight depending on which game you're playing. I know Final Fantasy six had like a lot, a lot, a lot of party members you could uh, have with you like twelve plus you wow. could have by the end of the game. But uh, in fifteen, they only had four. And technically, um, yeah, was only three. Oh, true. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kenny, what did you overall think as a you know Xbox first gamer? Were you did it seem like the grass was greener over on our side, or are you still good? <laughs> I will. I'm. I'm gonna grab both. Um, I yeah, I know. It definitely met my expectations. I'd say. Um, I was very excited. I kind of like, you know, open up with the. Final Fantasy 16 and have it be console exclusive. I was like, fuck. You know, except also the little asterisk was like also on PC and PC. Yeah. Don't forget, <laughs> yeah, PC yeah. has won the console wars. PC master oh, yeah. race. <laughs> PC um, masturbate. Oh, I think I think definitely it was. It was a great event, right? Um, and it, it definitely showcased more games we already knew about and also hit us games that we weren't, like Tyler said, we weren't expecting. Like, I wasn't expecting to walk in to see a Final Fantasy 16. Like, I, I'm on Twitter on and off, and I saw nothing of it. Um, I saw also nobody talking about, hey, we're going to, heard rumors, we're going to see Hogwarts Legacy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely caught me um, from left field with some of the games we did see. Um, how it ends it, Right after the price reveal, um, I was expecting though. Um, yeah, the uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because yes, uh, there yeah. there was certainly a nice little tease at the end. Um, which oh really? I yeah, fuck! I should have stayed watching. I shut it off after the price. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Oh really? Yep. They <laughs> had one more thing, Anthony. You got to know. There's always one more thing. Well, it was like a live stream, and there's like other people talking. I was like, I don't want to listen to the IGN guys talk. I listen my friends talk. I'll do that later. <laughs> Um, so me personally, I thought that the games that they showed for the most part looked really good. I think it was nicely paced. What I personally am still a little frustrated that we don't know about is how PS4 backwards compatibility is going to work. Um, you know, we've heard sort of mixed messaging on it'll be the hundred most popular games. Oh no, it'll be almost all of them. Or it's just leaving me a little bit with anxiety that they're not coming out and just saying it like Xbox has been so great about that. Um, so a little bit frustrating there. I maybe wanted to take a look at the UI, um, sort of think that would have been a neat thing to throw in there, but yeah, I still didn't have they, one. Uh, did they tease, they're not teased, but didn't they show that it was like, oh, the day launch or launch day, you can download, you know, these PS4 games digitally. Oh, right. That was the, the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah. So is that what they mean by backwards compatibility or is yeah, that just that, a thing? That's what I took of it. Mm-hmm. That that PlayStation Plus collection was our backwards PlayStation, um, you know, compatibility. Nah, I think that, that would, it's definitely gonna be more than yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, th- 
I, I hope so too, because I mean, while that is neat and it's something that they sort of, you know, back in the PS3 days, they had a, the instant collection or whatever, and it wasn't nearly as vast as what they showed would be included in this. But I think it's, um, I don't know, maybe they're pivoting away from PS now because if they're just going to be, maybe PS Plus has better branding recognition and like really what's the point of PS now if yeah. you're getting another collection elsewhere, you know, uh, besides streaming. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they take that. Yeah, I, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I really hope it's, uh, so that's what I was wondering. I was like, if you can download these for PlayStation Plus, if I just have the disc for like, say, Persona 5 or, you know, God of War, can I just pop that in and, you know, play it's that and stuff? I hope so. Yeah, like because if if it's if they're claiming it's backwards compatible and the PS4 discs don't work, then that's that's a major problem yeah. for me. Same. Um, okay, so what about you, Tyler? What was something that you wanted to see that wasn't there? Um, was perfect. I wanted to see uh, some more bug snacks. That's what yeah. I wanted oh, to yeah. see. <laughs> um, that's right. I think that's like one game that's everyone's just like on their like what the fuck radar and. I don't know. I think they could have mm-hmm. uh, they could have included it and uh, provided some more uh, gameplay and details on what Bug Snacks is, and uh, some people might have hated it. Some people would have loved it. I wonder if that's how they should have closed the show. And one more thing, bug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exclusive bug skin for your PlayStation. Uh, yeah, they just they just show it in a sizzle reel uh, right at the beginning. There's another but... guy going like, oh. he's like eating that thing. In the yeah. hands, hands turned to strawberries. That yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, so I think overall, the four of us all feel like it was a pretty solid showing that you know didn't disappoint. I think there were some nice surprises thrown in there. Um, so right off the bat, uh, we've already given a fair amount of time to Final Fantasy. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. I don't think we saw this coming. I think that. No one expected it to look that good. Yeah. No, definitely Last not. The Harry Potter RPG game that I know of was Harry Potter 3 for the Game Boy Advance. And that was like Golden mm. Sun style turn-based. It was really funny. But it was cool for a Harry Potter game. Yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, Harry Potter we're, games we're, have a long... Because uh, what, the Harry Potter like RPG was, was leaked maybe like four months ago or something like that. And so people were kind of... It was like two years ago. Was it? Was it that long ago? Yeah, I really think it was like two years ago. No, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely like re- somewhat recently. There was like a, like a screenshot or like footage or something of it that was leaked. Okay, yeah. I know what Tyler is talking about, but it, when it was first mentioned in the public, Wiley's right. It was like a year and a half, two years ago that people they were like, "Oh, they've been working on a Harry Potter game and they have a Harry Potter RPG." But we got that little the screen the screenshots of like gameplay footage like um I want to say like within the last six months. All right. Well, what this game seems to be is sort of a uh, it takes place but well before any of the events of the series late eighteen hundreds says early on, which is like you know before um geez Dumbledore or any of that shenanigans went down. Uh, so. Do the Harry Potter novels take place in, in movies? What uh, do they specify the time frame? Because I never really. I think it's just supposed to be modern day. Um, you know, so starting in the '90s, I guess late '90s. <laughs> um, but seems to be a sort of 
action RPG where you're choosing your class, likely your house. I don't know if you, who knows if the sorting hat's going to listen to you or you just have to take what you get. It's like too bad you're Hufflepuff. Deal with I actually it. was thinking of that when I saw that part of the trailer. I was like, maybe they'll have you fill out like what, uh, kind of like what Pokemon Mystery Dungeon does at the beginning, where they'll like give you a questionnaire to fill out. They're like, oh, we're going to ask you some questions. And depending on your answer, it will, it'll be your starter Pokemon. Mm. So, like, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. It's an interesting one to tackle because, like, you know, such a big part of the game is, or of the books and movies, is that you don't have a choice. Like, it reads your character and. Pretty much, if you don't get Gryffindor or Slytherin, nobody fucking cares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. pretty much. What, what's your guys' house? I don't know. I'm not a Harry Potter guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I would. I don't know I'd what I would. Be, what I've seen all the to. movies. Don't lie. I've seen all the Raven movies, but if I were to like give myself a house, that's, gosh, I don't know. I mean, what well, house do I want to be in? I want to. I want to be in Gryffindor, of course, because they're the cool kids. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be a bully like Slytherin. Uh, Slytherin. But I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah, Kenny's, or, uh... Kenny's definitely Slytherin. Maybe I'm a Ravenclaw I'll, I'll be... or something. No, I'm Ravenclaw. You can be Gryffindor. Anthony's Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. No, I mean, I'm going to be Haggard. I'm going to live out in the woods and date a really tall lady. <laughs> Someone find me a tall lady in the woods, please. So, yeah, I think that it looked well far along we got a 2021 release date no nothing more specific than that this is not a playstation exclusive it will be coming to other platforms and you know i i thought that it looked pretty impressive and I'm, as a big fan of the books um it's been a long time i'm not a diehard or anything but i i definitely am intrigued and will likely be playing at yeah it'll be um, interesting to see like what else you're able to do in the game yeah. i mean obviously you must I imagine there's some kind of um, like skill tree that probably like Im- impacts your spells and like the type of magic you're casting and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see kind of like what the quest quest lines are, and it goes into detail about like oh, there's so much more outside the walls of Hogwarts and exploring mm-hmm. just kind of like the the magic magical universe. That I got that very big like raid vibes, like dungeon raid vibes when they said that. I was like, ooh. I got some so, some uh, persona vibes. Like I think that you'll be maxing out your wizarding friend links and stuff, and yeah, just, yeah, maybe. You know, really getting to. Are you gonna be playing all seven years? That's a, that's another interesting question. Like, uh, <laughs> do you start as a ten year old and come out like ready to work for the Ministry of Magic, or is it just year one? Time yeah, will tell. That would be cool, though. Time will tell. It will be sweet. All right, moving on. Next thing we saw, we got a good chunk <clears throat> of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Holiday 2020 release date, still not confirmed for launch. Kenny, what did you think of this? That one looked, looked very cool. When did Spider-Man uh, get electric powers? Like, what is that? So, that, is that so that's actually Miles Morales' um, part of his par- powers. Um, um, because he gets, bit, he gets, you know, turns into Spider-Man via, you know, a different spider. Uh, you know, uh, a, a an electric mutated. spider. Yeah, more, yeah, a, more get... a more mutated one. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, the original Spider-Man's sweet, but you need something else that's cool. Because right. I haven't seen anything about Miles Morales, and then he's like being yeah. held up in the trailer by those two guys. who's just like, Pshaw! yeah, he's got, he's got like electricity, and he can turn invisible. I was yep. like, when the fuck did he do? I was like, when can Spider-Man fucking shoot electricity? This is sweet. He's like Sonic the Hedgehog, but with spider webs. <laughs> 
He's shooting all over the place. It was really cool. I was he's, like, he's, oh, he's, got a, he's got a chaos emerald in his best back pocket. That's why. That's why he's going so fast. <laughs> Must be yeah. it. That, this one's definitely this one's definitely definitely I feel uh, you know one of those that makes me feel like wow like if I don't have the PlayStation at least by the end of the year I've I'm gonna be looking at other people talking and playing Miles Morales and feeling jealous. <laughs> yeah, so definitely a system seller. Yeah, that definitely a system seller for sure. Um, it actually even made me say, damn, like I am over here sometimes feeling like what game to play, and I still haven't beaten Spider-Man on PS4. What am I doing? It's a good one. It's a really good one. I know. And strong, too. Uh, I thought that the gameplay of Miles Morales looked really fun. Definitely seems like they've ratcheted up the combo options. And that uh, set piece was definitely reminiscent of several of the movies. It's like, it's got him. Like, I got flashes of Spider-Man 1, 2, 3 of homecoming just like oh they they took that from there uh just you know how many different ways can you use spider webs to stop people from being being killed um so no blame on them rehashing some stuff but i thought it looked really cool i, I wish it was confirmed for launch which is november 12th if you missed that bit of info but yeah i mean what a smart decision to just come right out with like you know the follow-up to sony's at the time, best-selling exclusive ever, you know, three years, two and a half year turnaround time with uh, this sort of expansion slash 1.5, whatever you want to call it, but it, it's very strong first impression gameplay-wise. So it's its own game? It's not like, it's not the Spider-Man we got on PlayStation 4, it's its own? It's its own game, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Whether or not Miles Morales will be the only playable character, I guess we'll see. Um, I'd imagine so, but yeah, it's a full, full on game. They did say that maybe it's not going to be like as expansive as the first Spider-Man, like sort of think of it as a uncharted, the lost legacy type of thing. Um, but we'll see. I mean, looked yeah, definitely triple A and impressive. Okay. Moving on next game, um, call of duty, black ops, cold war. Kenny, did you uh, get a chance to see this one? I'm just asking you because you're the. You're now the Call of Duty guy, believe it or not. I, I did see it, and you know what? I'm uh this weekend give it a shot. I'll be installing it tomorrow, and I'll be checking that out Friday. Especially since we have, uh, since I have Friday off from work. Ooh. What? I want Friday Lucky. off from work. Same. Do you have it off too, Tyler? I do have it off. Ah. What, what is the meaning of this? We just had <laughs> a weekend. <laughs> no, You're the cool kid. Yeah, typically they have uh, our work as a picnic in September, but because of COVID, they're not doing that, so they just gave everybody a day uh, off. Parent teacher day. Should have a big like Zoom call where everybody's potluck, bring their own. <laughs> <laughs> you turn the camera for everybody. Oh, really good. Oh, hey, try some. Everybody send a plastic baggie to everyone in the mail. <laughs> I, I can I can honestly say, had we sent out an email saying that we were all gonna jump onto a Zoom call Friday to hold our yearly picnic together through <laughs> Zoom, me and Tyler would have gotten hate mail. <laughs> Probably at this, at this point in time, people people um practically sum us together with the picnic. Oh uh, yeah, we're like the picnic planners usually. Really, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's funny. So they would have been like, are you serious? A Zoom call? We couldn't get the day off at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, all righty. So 
Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, like Kenny was saying, this weekend, upcoming weekend, is the alpha will be free to play on PS4 ex- exclusively. Uh, um, so that's pretty neat. Get an early look at that. What we saw in the presentation was a you know lengthy set piece moment from the campaign. You know, had the RC car blowing up a plane, yeah, like flashing back to a person. Yeah, that was a neat moment. Um, I don't think it looked like drastically better than Modern Warfare or anything, but that's because Modern Warfare is one of the best looking games ever. So there's kind of a ceiling, um, especially just one year separated. But I hope it's good. I mean, I think Modern Warfare is a sort of benchmark as far as the campaign and multiplayer has gone for Call of Duty. I think that pretty much a lot of regained a lot of fans and has had sustained support especially due to warzone so it'll be interesting to see if if you know people move over to cold war or if a lot of folks stick with modern warfare what's your prediction on that anybody um i think people i think i mean from what i saw with the the single player i mean it looks really good i think people would would move over um they did announce that they have a new zombies coming to this game so zombies right. always gets a lot of people's attention Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Which is like... kinda... I was but... just gonna say, zombies is like a first-person shooter roguelike, essentially, right? Yeah, kinda. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, uh, I played them just just not a whole lot. I think I uh, Black Ops Four had it, and I I messed around that with that some over at a friend's house. But moving on, Resident Evil Village, aka Resident Evil Eight. Damn, this shit looks scary. He's like, I'm not gonna play. It's gonna go into my in my in my backlog for sure. Gonna get bought because I support. Just ignore it. Am I gonna beat it? No, I'm not. (laughs) Like I was getting some Resident Evil Four vibes with the sort of crazy villager feeling. Um, I call it. That's probably they probably brought the Plagas back. That's probably what it is in Four or from Four in this one. It's also weird they still have like Mia and the other guy. Chris? Is it? Oh, because Chris Redfield, then there's, uh, I forget his name, the main character you play as her seven. No. Oh, Ethan? Oh, yeah. He does get brought back for this one. Yeah. Oh. Hmm, I missed that one. Well, very, I mean, I thought the vibe was certainly where they want it to be, going back to, you know, staying where seven left off and the horror roots. Um, you know, I'm glad that it's first person that we have the remakes that are so well done and our third person and then we get the new stuff a little bit more immersive, a little bit more scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and that's a next gen only title. I don't know if it's gonna be playable on the Xbox One or not. It'll be interesting to see. Um, but I know that Capcom kind of pressed pushed for it to be next gen uh, early on in development because I guess they were trying to do some next gen things. You think they'll try Supporting. and bring, bring bring it to VR like they did with Seven? Yeah, I think it, I think that's actually already been confirmed. Um, that's crazy. Let's see if uh, will Resident Evil Eight have VR? We shall see. Yes, it oh, says. Cool. Yeah, so that will be very scary. Did you guys ever play Seven in VR? No, no, but it, I watched somebody play it, and I was like, I don't want to. Tyler, Tyler said for, for October. 
Oh jeez, that would be so scary. I'd pee my pants. I would too. I'd have a heart attack, probably. Tyler, you've almost pee your pants in that on the rails until dawn game. <laughs> <laughs> that looks scary. The stupid clown yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh-uh. Rush of Blood is the one I'm talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, yeah there's no. that one. No, thank you. Um, spooky. So next game, Devil May Cry 5 Ultimate Edition, or what was it? Special Edition, uh, mm-hmm. coming to PS5 digitally at launch. Looks like, I don't know, looked like better graphics, some some more playable characters. Um, you know, it's not, well, who knows? Maybe it'll have enough for me to want to replay it, but as a game that I sort of played and then forgot about, um, I don't know if it's something that I'm really itching to get back to. That's what they do with, like, it seems like that's what they've been doing with every Devil May Cry, starting with, like, 3, at least when I first played it, or got into the series as a 3, and they're like, oh, the heads, I started at 3 Special Edition, because it was, like, 20 bucks for PlayStation 2. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool, and then the only thing added to it was you can just play through the campaign again as Virgil, and then 4 did the same thing, like, digital. You can do, like, the completed edition, and then, I guess, 5 is doing the same thing. <laughs> well, you know how Capcom likes to re-release the same game multiple times? Yes, um, they do. Just throwing a chance. Throwing a championship, a turbo, a hoots and what's it, uh, whatever you do. Arcade edition, Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what did you guys think of Oddworld Soulstorm? Dude, I didn't, I didn't even know what to think about that. Like, I, don't re- I didn't really understand it, <laughs> like what it yeah, was. The and... See, I never yeah, really had I'm like... Grip to play the series. It's a strange one because the, it's been around since ps1 days it, it had its time on the xbox with stranger's wrath i feel like that was a that original i remember that being on like g4 and reviewing on an x play and i was like oh it's cool you can get like a bumblebee gun but they're like crossbows or whatever <laughs> uh then they came out with the remake of abe's odyssey called new and tasty a couple years ago which i think was mostly well received now lauren lanning who i think has been part of the franchise since the beginning you know he's coming out one of the only humans featured in the showcase talking about this new game that seems like it's got a pretty big budget but it still appears like it's a 2d sort of platformer management sim i don't know like it i'm surprised at how kind of all out that they're going with it seems to be it's definitely very it looks very stylized i like the the aesthetic to it it's very uh i don't know it's very wild Surreal, the little guys, they're like, oh, I'm hungry, give me a sandwich. Oh, yeah, my, my tummy's rumbling. Oh, yeah, that was funny at the end. Yeah, I like that. That's what the first game is pretty famous for, is like, you'd have your little guys, like, you know, when you're younger, too, especially a lot of people probably have nostalgia for the PlayStation 1 mm-hmm. uh, game, they're just like, ah, oh, you'd like fart at them, and you could burp, and they'd be like, Rrr. Yeah, the like, game has a fart button. Yeah, yeah that's all the game needs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Next one, this is a series that I don't know anything about. I, I have a feeling that one of at least one of you has played a Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've played it. I never really got into like all of them. Like, I think I played like Five Nights at Freddy's one just for like the balls at some point. Um, but I mean, there's a whole so, bunch of like lore and stuff too, like with Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, you go on you go on YouTube and look at game theories, like whole playlist of five nights at freddy's videos (laughs) there's like a whole like backstory and lore and stuff like that to it as well is it supposed to be really scary i mean it's all jump yeah it's jump scary yeah i don't know this the voice of the 
narrator of that trailer sounded pretty scary. Yeah, I like the deep guy. He's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's spooky because he's probably not the bad guy. But they're really, really popular with kids, right? Yeah, for yeah, like young, know, younger kids reason. who want to get scared. It's kind of like a horror like game for for kids. Yeah, it's like Slenderman yeah. type of thing. Or um, have you, have you guys heard of the game Bendy and the Ink Machine? Yeah, yeah, it's along the same lines of that. Came out in that right in that wave. Gotcha. But it's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm really that was actually that was one I was surprised to see that they included with the PlayStation Five reveal was a Five Nights at Freddy's. Right, right. It's definitely not something I saw coming in. I guess it has a big audience. And the next one, and holy crap, Demon Souls! How good that do Demon Souls look? It looks so good. It does look really it good. So good. I want. I really just wish they had put the UI on the screen with it too, because it's like, oh, this looks amazing. But I, I would love to see it, like with the stamina and health meter. <laughs> I know, that, that was one of my questions. Is like, is it actually like not going to show that, or that would be? I'd be like, How, what the fuck? I'm like, what am I gonna? Like, no, they're, they're crazy. They have to. Yeah, it looked really good though. Like, really, really good. Seriously good. Definitely looked next gen. Um, and got to look at some of the bosses. Got to look at Acid a bunch bosses. Of... Yeah, and like that looked really, really good. Uh, <laughs> Was the Asylum Demon the first boss in the in that game, or was that no? Because that was Dark Souls One. Yeah, was it up I called Asylum Demon. Honestly, I I played Demon Souls all the way through like a couple years ago, but I do not remember who the first boss is. Uh, I remember a bunch of other ones, like the guy with a massive shield. He was a pretty standout boss that we got a chance to look at. Uh, the Fire Spider type enemy that you gotta like dodge through the hallways i i'm very excited you know this is it's this blue point if they pull this off that will be next gen next gen dark souls man like I'm can't excited. ask for much more and it might come out on launch yes that's what jeff Keeley apparently has tweeted um mr Keeley himself the one with the scoops um he tweeted that Demon Souls I'm sorry I'm googling right now is a launch title. That's going to be I don't know sweet. why they didn't mention that in the showcase. Right, yeah. It's like, uh, maybe they would put the video together before. Yeah. Maybe that'll but be anyway, uh, that was for Bloodborne too. If that's I mean they're having the Dark Souls remake is a launch title cuz they had what Bloodborne was a launch title for PS4. No, it wasn't. Um it came out um March 2015, PS4 came out at the end of 2013. It was kind of the first awesome game for it, though. <laughs> like, the first exclusive that really stood out. Uh, so, closing out the show, we had to be told that Fortnite was coming to the PS4 um, <laughs> or PS5. And then we got a tease. Wait, wait, did, um, did you want to touch upon it all? Um, Deathloop at all? Because that was in there again. Ooh, that oh, cool. right. I totally actually missed Deathloop. Um, um yeah I, yeah sure. i feel like I, I, I mean i feel like we've been seeing Deathloop a lot and like it's mm -hmm. not exclusive to, to playstation right or it is, is it is. um mm -hmm. yeah so in that case in, in all of their recent showcases and ps plays and stuff like that i feel like they've been showcasing this game a lot um mm -hmm. and i haven't really known what to really like feel about it whether or not I think it looks cooler or not, but I think the more I see it, the more interesting it, it looks to me. Um, kind of reminds me Kenny... kind of just like of a fast pace, maybe like a like a Mirror's Edge type of thing where you can like rewind or and stuff like that after 
get mm. somewhere. And uh, I know Kenny's been hyped for this for a while. I think he gave it his like, um, you know, most impressive show the the first or most impressive game the last Sony show. Uh, what do you think of the showing here? I I actually liked it. I, I you know expanded a little more on on it and you know gave us more. It what at least showed us a little more on it than what they did last time. And I'm still just as hyped for it as I was the first time. So Word. This, this is a game I, I like the when I get the PS5 and if this is out, that's a must buy for me right afterwards. Cool. I think that it looks definitely pretty like very good. I, I want the the tone of it is a little like I don't know if they're going for like a hotline Miami type of vibe or uh if they're trying to distinguish itself from Dishonored, maybe too much as somebody that has just recently played dishonored uh death of the outsider and you know looking at this gameplay where you're warping around and it's very reminiscent of it um just the tonally part of the trailer didn't really click for me but maybe that was just i don't know the editing or whatnot it just seemed a little like look how cool i am look at how stylish everything is isn't it cool isn't it stylish mm-hmm. but um I, I think it's got for that like 60s or 70s spile, spile, spy, sty, sty. I got sty in my eye. I can't talk. Uh, <laughs> spy aesthetic. That's what. There we go. That's words. Yes. Like, yeah, I can't. Vibe. I can't tell if it's kind of like if it is going to be sort of roguelike in regards to you. You play through it like because you're only playing through like a day or something like that is what it, it kind of emphasized. Yeah, you got eight people to kill, and then that's that. Yeah, so you play through a day and however, however you want, and you have to try and kill everybody, and it emphasizes, like, oh, well, if you don't do something this way, then so-and-so isn't going to go and do this other thing. So you have to, like, mm-hmm. make sure you're doing this or whatever. And That did seem like it can get a little complicated, but it seems like the goal is to kind of, like, do, do things in a certain order that you, like, get everybody together in one room at one time or, like, get everybody together at once in one spot or most people. Mm-hmm. I wonder. It's um, it'll be interesting because there there's such a big part of their games in the past are meticulous level design, and if there are some things that change from run to run, if it is in fact a roguelike, it's going to be um, I think a challenge for them, but maybe something that they wanted to give a shot. Um, so that brings us up to what the show concluded with, which was the pricing. Four ninety nine full pr- or for the regular with the disc drive and three ninety nine for the all digital. Um, what's everybody going in for? I know oh. Anthony is going to get the discs, but oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for I, I don't know. I, I'm like I'm really on the fence about it. Um, I think like for the extra hundred dollars, it's like why not just get the disc drive? I mean, it's going to be around for four four years probably before they release maybe like a pro edition or something like that so yeah i think mm-hmm. it kind of just like pays for itself yeah, at that for, point. for sure what about you kenny mm-hmm. well it's a it's a tough one for me because i could keep because originally i was making the playstation the one the system i only go with the digital for mm-hmm. but um like you, you see, I'm kind of leaning on the side as digital, just like Sky in the chat, because I game share. So it'll all depend on 
what's the game share situation with the PS5. Mm-hmm. I game share on the PS5 and on the uh, PS4 and on the Xbox One with my brother, uh, um, brother best friend, and he, you know, it all depends. We're, we're both gonna pick up both systems. If the game share um, situation is still the same for these next gens, I, I, why not save myself the hundred and go digital with, with the only digital because that's what we that's all we do is buy digital mm-hmm. so we could share. But you might not be able to play yeah. all the games that you, the PS4 games that you have disc for. I'm not getting rid of the PS4. Well, fair. I have two of them. So. Fair point. Fair point. Um, well, me personally, I, I, you know, I'm about fifty-fifty digital, physical. Um, the entire game share. I'm wondering if that's going to be a thing next, next gen. I know they don't want it to be. I don't even think they realize that they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they, they got no. That they're doing. <laughs> that that's people are game sharing like you know at when i was buying my xbox at the microsoft store a couple of years ago they were like don't you know you can game share it's real cool <laughs> yeah um xbox- did they make that point at like a, e3 a couple of years ago like this is how you share games on ps4 and they're like here you go and it's like making fun of the xbox where it's like you can't game share well that's talking about physical copies like i'm talking about you know and yes, that was E3 2013, and that was a big like mic drop moment for Sony because at the time, Microsoft was saying was like going. The theory was that you bought a license for the game, and it was sort of like tied to that console. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. necessarily bring it over to a friend's house or anything like that. Um, but they they reverse course on that. <laughs> um, so God of War tease. We saw it at the end. Looks like it's called God of War Ragnarok. No footage or anything, but it did say 2021. Are they, are they gonna stick to that? Hmm. Think? I think that I think that it's gonna get delayed if and COVID doesn't let up. I think they're just they're hoping for the best is that hey, you know, it'll subside, we'll get a vaccine, and we'll be back in offices working again. But if they still have to keep on developing these games remotely, mm. I definitely believe it's gonna get delayed. I think it's surprising that we saw this and not any more Horizon, because you'd think that that one was farther along. I mean, Horizon 1 came out before um, God of War, so they've had more time to work on the sequel, but it probably will. I don't know. I just, I was think I was a little surprised we didn't see more Forbidden Wests. All right, any closing thoughts on the PlayStation 5 showcase before we... Briefly talk about the games that we have been playing this past week. Uh, yeah, I think overall, I mean, I think the only other thing we didn't mention is that they announced the the PS Plus collection for PS5, which is going to include a lot of hit titles from PlayStation 4. Um, right, we did briefly that, that, touch that's on nice. it. Yeah, but... backwards compatibility almost. Yeah, but I mean... I don't know what that's going to be. And I, I think it's interesting to see whether or not they're going to keep going with PS Now. Like having that feature um, makes me beg the question. Mm. All right, that has been the discussion on the PlayStation 5 Showcase, which wrapped up a few hours ago. Now let's move on to the part of the show where we discuss what we've been playing. I know that um, Kenny has recently completed the Avengers campaign. He, he wasn't here last week. He couldn't give his thoughts, so he's here now. Kenny. How was the campaign, the Avengers? Um, the campaign's pretty... I actually enjoyed the campaign. Um, it's, you know, not. I don't think it's supposed to anything, but it's told through the eyes of Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel. 
Um, you kind of follow her for a good percentage of the story as she's going through these events and, you know, trying to, you know, reassemble the Avengers. Do you play as her for the majority of it? A good for I want to say at least sixty percent, sixty seventy percent of the games. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So then, how do they introduce? You know, this is when you play as Hulk. This is when you play as Iron Man. Yeah. So you know, you'll go through missions, and you know, she'll she'll find Banner. She'll find you know these characters, and after she does, you know, you end up controlling them for a little bit before you're able to you know either go back to controlling Kamala Kamala again, and so forth. So it it does pretty decent with pacing and just getting you through you know you had they give you all these side missions you could play um throughout the campaign or you could just rush right through the the regular story because it's all it's all scaled to your level and your power it's all scaled to your power level not your actual level so your gear score um ah, so the old gear you, score Yep, all the enemies um are kind of or will just scale to your gear gear score, so you could kind of just never play as Hulk when the missions that you play as the Hulk, his gear score could be eight, and all the enemies are going to be around eight as well, power level. Okay, okay. so the leveling up is meaningless. I get it. So yeah, well, it does. It's not gonna. It's not gonna smack you in the wrist for not playing as every hero, you know, for not Word. mixing okay. it. Up. Um, so it does well there. I will say that campaign was good i enjoyed the villain i enjoyed the just just everything i went through and even the even what it teases at the end of the story um i thought mm-hmm. was cool but the game then falls flat in post game how so um all the missions become very repetitive um i would have enjoyed because I feel like this game took like almost and became, uh, you know, throughout a hybrid, like let's take des- the Destiny formula, but let's do it with the superheroes, right? You're not going to create your own Titan or your own whatever. Um, you're going to use one of these characters. You're going to be able to unlock cosmetics to make them look unique apart from other uh, other people's Miss um, Marvel, other people's Hulk. And you also have skill trees that you, you know, there'll be abilities that you could just mix up certain add-ons to it, masteries on it, right? So it'll be geared to your play style. But I would say is just that I was hoping there would be like a, a raid in a, in a sort, you know, um, somewhere that there's this big boss we could just roll through, maybe take about 45 minutes to an hour to get to, and and it'll be an intense fight, but there isn't. So it's just waves of enemies, sort of generic, um, generic mission board modes. Well, something like that. Yeah, it's like oh, come go go to this base and you know destroy this or gather these files and you'll know, go through the mission and get to it and it'll just be the same same you know sometimes coupling of enemies and you'll go through it. It has its daily missions to earn faction points. Um, for either the alliance for the alliance or the inhumans and you'll do those things but i don't know right now i'm feeling like there's not enough for me to just sit there and grind out and get to the max power level of 150 mm-hmm. and also the max regular level of 50 um but we'll see they've they've been they've been updating quite a quite a quite a quite a quite a few times so far and they're they've been announcing that they they hear it they hear what the people are saying and that they'll have you know the first dlc is coming out in october 
Um, I think we're at the end of October. We're, we're getting Kate Bishop, which is Hawkeye's daughter, as a new hero. Okay. And beginning of October, we'll be getting our next um, story DLC. Okay. Well, that's a pretty quick turnaround for DLC. Exactly. Um, I'm curious. I have a question about the campaign. How is it structured as far as, like, is it a hub world? Is it uh, an open world? Is it just, like, just missions that you're selecting? So it's, you know, you go to your war table, um, you open it up, and then you'll... Of course, your, the war you'll, table. Exactly. Um, you'll hover <laughs> over, like, cities, uh, cities or places around the world. You know, you rotate the world. And then you'll click in, and then you'll see the missions that are available at the moment. You know? Gotcha. And it'll have a check mark underneath the mission um, icon to show you that you completed it already. Um, did you does, get rewards for completing things again? Yeah, it it'll tell you what you can get, your possible rewards, you know. It'll the when you first do complete it, it's the initial rewards that you can't get again, but then it'll tell you oh, you'll get rare or better ar- or pieces of armor for completing that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's gotcha. randomized so that it'll uh, and, and you, you know, go always, you can always come back to these missions and run them again at a higher difficulty. So if you run it on the highest difficulty, it'll be It'll scale them to your power level plus 10, I believe, or something like that, plus 10, mm-hmm. plus 20. So they'll be that much stronger mm-hmm. than last time. So it's, you know, it's ways to grind for better gear, get your guys up there. Um, I kind of want to get it. I don't, like, I've been pushing it off, just like telling myself that, oh, everybody says the end game is repetitive, but I just want another solid campaign, play through, nice AAA story, wrap up in 10. 10 12 hours which is what i hear that's about and then i feel like you know they'll support it and even though it's getting a lot of sevens and eights and you're like you're a little you know really pretty positive on the campaign and pretty negative on the post game to, to me i don't like every day i'm like by the bullet and just buy it i would i would honestly say you give it like another week or two Right, um, and let's see if they drop it as a as a special. Even if yeah. you're able to get it for fifteen to twenty dollars less than a regular price, I think at that point in time that's fine because then you're even closer to the next couple of DLCs. Because I believe the character DLCs is pay is you have to pay for, but the regular story DLCs are free. Yeah, there's like. And there's yeah, they, gonna, they're going to start season passes and everything, and there's oh, a boy. mix of there's a there's a mix, and I think you know. Um, for you, they'll, you'll find interesting that each character has their own practically like battle pass that's free, you know? Um, okay. But each, I think every additional character will have a paid battle pass. I think I heard it. I think so. Right. Okay. So, so he, so with this one, right. So you'll go in and you'll see Thor and you'll see everything you can unlock for Thor throughout all his, um, level, you know, one through 40 of his character pass. Right. Mm-hmm. And those you you literally have to do his daily objectives just to gain points in that. So, oh wow! So you can't just like grind grind it out. You only can do so much a day. Yeah. Huh. Unless they they unless they're planning on doing like an update and giving you other things that you can do. I'm pretty sure that there's also some daily missions that I haven't gotten to that might award extra points in there into the character pass. Um, I haven't gotten around to it. I know there's some special dailies where it's like you take on bosses. Um, you could take on Taskmaster. Master. You could take on the Abomination. 
um take on these big robots then you know they they tend if you depending on what level what difficulty you put these these battles in it could get very interesting and you could die a couple times you know how have you been doing with uh multiplayer you've been matchmaking playing with people you know i've been playing with people i know i'm a good chunk of my friends on the xbox they have it so you know the only problem is is only two of us really finished the game so mm. so if you when you read into like the things you should do first in the game it's always recommended not to jump into so there's two things you could select you could select the regular campaign right or the avengers initiative but people what i didn't realize and i came to find out afterwards is that the avengers initiative is yeah you could go in play multiplayer together but that is the post game like you have access to post game before you beat campaign right um and that makes it tricky because you'll jump into that and you will kind of know already some spoilers to the campaign if you haven't beat the campaign yet and you just press that gotcha well um cool i like i said i want to play it it's uh something that's been on my to do was glad that somebody in the crew gave gave it its due in the show uh so you guys picked up code bane i think you surprised anthony with a little gift be like and we're like we're playing this dog anime dark souls oh, yeah. it was just, it's been fun it's been fun give me a little it's more been, it's been good so far uh i beat kenny how far did you get because I know we played, uh, uh, the person that we played, we dropped in. I made my character. Yep. And then we, uh, beat, the, we beat the first boss together. Yep. The first dungeon beat the first boss. I made my character look very Kingdom Heartsy. I gave him a bunch of belts. It was really cool. It's super Dang. anime. I was very surprised. You should, you should stream it. I want to see some of it. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, sure. it, it honestly, like, it, it gets a little, it was really weird. The difficulty, at least for me, it would spike and then it would, like, drop because it was pretty decent until I got to, like, right to the second boss. And then she, I was like, okay, maybe I gotta, you know, like strategize a bit and dodge and block and because dodging doesn't really, I guess, depending on your style, uh, mm-hmm. lets you uh, either totally like soup out of the way because there is certain like the first style you start off with with your one-handed sword uh, is your dodge is like kind of just like a, I don't know, it's like a dash. You kind of like just dash and blue light comes out of you and you get through, but it's not like all invincibility frames, um, and you can still block as well, and that drains your stamina. But what is pretty neat about it is you get certain, depending on where you are in the story, you, as you progress, you get bl- things called blood codes. And your blood code, blood, blood clot, your blood uh, code is basically your class. And you can spend your souls or the, I don't even know what they're called technically. I forget the um, things you pick up from enemies. Like, basically like souls and dark souls. Yes. Gotcha. Like, like, um, like the blood, the blood, um, whatever blood it is. Blood echoes. Blood yeah. vials, souls. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's um, called like I think it's called like blood something too. But you can spend those different like abilities for your class and like a big thing about the gameplay, which I thought was pretty sweet because I never had a really point to use it in Dark Souls unless you were you know like a pyromancer or some magic user class. But you have these abilities that you use in your class that you can spend um, your currency on, and you use those pretty frequently. Like there's a, an ability that uh, increases your damage that you deal um, another ability that activates that you can like stagger enemies quicker or faster um, you can use uh, your ups your defense pretty much like a bunch of buffs basically for you yep. and you get those by performing like they have the backstab in this game as well and it's really cool because depending on your class you've equipped um, your backstab is different 
like for one I had recently equipped, it was like my guy would like go up behind him, he'd stab him, but then he'd go like, and like some big mask thing would go over his face, and he'd have a giant tail spike come out of his back and like skewer the guy. And like yeah. you got certain ammunition for your abilities from that. Yeah, that, um, Anthony, what Anthony's referring to is the Ikor. Ikor. Mm, yeah. Um, so I know when we started playing, when we started playing together that first dungeon, um, Anthony was very in the people's face, um, with the, with his attacks. So I was kind of hanging back and using my abilities, um, to assist in most, most of the encounters we got into. And then I would find myself low on E-Core. E so then I'd have to jump in and mine was like this. I'd power, I'd power it up and then just kind of swipe and like kind of, you know, absorb E-Core from from the enemies did you have so like a claw yeah i had a claw okay that was cool i thought that was sweet how it changed because there was like when i did it they had the spike that came out of my back and like shot into like the people and then exploded and then there yep. was the claw that you could get which is sweet yeah so it's it's it i thought that was cool that you could find different ones that have you know different things it'll tell you how fast the attack is and you know what's the charge charge time because you got to hold it for a little bit before you release so that it could do its animation and attack mm. um I did find the tail one that you're talking about, Anthony, that like a tail shoots out of you and just skewers the enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, so at least for me, I think you know, I like the I like vi how visual the visuals to the game, you know, the Dark Souls games tend to be extremely dark and just kind of un uninspired, at least for me, un uninspiring after I'm getting killed millions of times. Yeah, very bland, kind of like all the same shit. Yeah. Y'all crazy. You just never get past the first level. <laughs> I got pretty far in Bloodborne, and then I kept dying in, in the Nightmare, because that level sucks. It's too so many big spiders. I, it, it looks kind of like a cel-shaded type of thing. Definitely looks pretty colorful. I think it's got some some pop in, in the um, costume got design. It, it got oh, its yeah. pop in the anime colors right there. I was and a I, big I, fan. The customizing the character, I was like, I'm going to like this the aesthetic, because it's, it's very weird. It's like It's definitely a Dark Souls vibe. Or Souls like game vibe, but it's just very anime. Like yeah. all over the place. The amount, uh, the amount of options in your customization when you go to create your character is insane. It was, I, I was very surprised. I, I think I gave my guy a monocle, and then he, and also he doesn't have a pupil in his eye. So then that's awesome. I, I thought it was cool. I gave him the squall. Or no, that's, I was like, you gave my guy like a scar. I think it is like over his eye. You can get the classic anime scars. You can get the squall. You can just get like a big cut. I gave him like an X on his forehead. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. You can choose to like. It's funny because it says right there when you're customizing your character, it's like, oh, don't worry, you create whatever you want. Uh, your accessories don't affect gear stats because the only like armor you kind of get in the game are the things that change your backstab, which we were just talking about. They're called blood veils, so they're like little coats, yeah. pretty much you put over, which is oh, like yeah. armor. Actually, your skills and are like better for certain classes. In the footage that Tyler was just is showing the uh, the viewers right now, actually, you got to see that backstab real quick, mm -hmm. um, and it was pretty cool. I like that too because you get all like if somebody's trying to attack you or if you're like getting jumped on and you're able to score like a backstab, that's all invincibility. It's just all invincibility frames, so the attacks are just going through you. Nope. Well, I did not know that the word of mouth around this game was as positive as it is. I'm like about to hit the buy button here. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like yeah, looking at it here, and you guys talk about it, and it's like, geez, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I just switched up the style too. I was playing is uh, we were doing me and Kenny were playing. I was doing the two-handed because one of the first styles you get is Berserker, and it was just I was plowing through the whole first level after I got it. 
like this two they get you get this like cool two-handed hammer from the boss that he drops i'm just plowing through these guys through the whole first level and then i got to the second boss which is this big butterfly chick and she's just like pounded on me she uses poison and not not dodging because i'm too slow so i was like all right i'm gonna step back i went and checked out my gear i had my classes and you get a pretty cool class from like you actually get which is pretty neat instead of summoning uh in dark souls you just have a companion like you have a dude with you there the whole time if you're playing solo or even in multiplayer really? you have that guy with us well i think that the, that was only story based that he was with us i think yeah. afterwards he's not there if we're playing co-op okay yeah. But yeah, you have like a permanent, not like a, you can, you can revive them. Well, you can't really revive them. You can like, oh, you can, but you use part of your health, which is cool if they like fall down. But it's really handy to have like a second like NPC there with you. And you get certain styles depending on like if you're friends with them or it's usually just story reasons. Yep. Well, I'm, I was gonna it's say on sale for 30 right now on the PS store, Tyler, if you want to split it. Oh, if you guys split it, you guys would get it exactly for what me and Anthony got it. Yeah. 15. You guys have, yeah, for 15, yeah. right? At Target? Yep. Oh, for the physical copies? Dang. Yeah, physical copies. Uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd be, down. I'd be down for that. Last one. I don't want to go back and play it. I haven't touched it this week yet. Anthony, if they, if they buy it, we might have to power rush through this, man, so we could beat it before them. We're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I get some pretty good progress, and I beat the second boss, right. and then. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, Code Rush, Code Vein, Blood Rush. <laughs> yep. Cool. Hell well, yeah. that was Code Vein. Sounds very appealing. I think we all just decided to dive in. Um, Anthony, did you want to talk about Nexamon a little bit? It's great. If you like Pokemon, I love this game. Same thing. There's uh, the only thing that sucks. <laughs> there's no multiplayer. There's no like kind of interactivity, which sucks because I love trading monsters with my friends or playing with my friends. Not so much as the competitive level. Competitive is fun if you want to get into it. That is kind of like deterring. But I like the designs. They're neat. They're how many are there? There's 390 something uh, little dudes. Actually, wow. There is 380. That's a lot. That's like, that's a lot. Do they evolve? They do, which is sweet. Most of them have like three evolutions, which is tight. I've just been going through like most of my playthroughs, just going and looking, and being like, oh, what's this one to evolve into? Hmm. Their designs are very. It was funny too because the game's made in Unity, but they're. Uh, it, I mean, it was also a mobile game that started out because I've been seeing it on my phone for like years. And then the animations in this are great for like a Pokemon spinoff ripoff game. It was. I had a great time with it. Just like sit and shut my brain off, kind of go back, and you get to go like just wander around the grass. It's cool because the grass, instead of in Pokemon, you know, you're walking around, you can kind of get into a battle anywhere. This one, the grass actually shakes, so you can kind of plan your route out if you're like, oh, I don't want to battle anything. I'm low on health, and instead of like the PP points Pokemon have, your all your guys have like a stamina meter. So every Koopa attack just takes up stamina. Yeah, Koopa points. <laughs> Wait, yeah. In, in the in, in the footage I, w- I was just pulling up, it looked like looked like he was trying to catch one of these things. Yeah, and you can catch, yeah, because you, like, you, like, you have to do like quick, you have to do like a quick time event or something. Every time you catch them is it's the same as which, which is really cool. It's a neat little feature is that you bring up the catch menu. And what I like is that it brings up a table that shows you how likely you are to catch it, depending on whatever like source you're trying to capture. They're called nexotraps. So depending on whatever nexotrap you have, because you can have a regular one, a golden one, which is like a master ball, which is hilarious, but you can get those like in quantity without having to cheat, which is sweet. And then there's type themes. So there's like water type, ghost type, plant type traps, and you can feed them to 
at any point in when you're fighting a wild one, you can feed it to have you like more or to have it like you more, and that'll increase your chance of catching it. But when you catch it, your like guy holds out his hand, and it's just this little triangle thing that like shoots out, it's just like a little triangle trap. And you do this little quick time event in your little glove where it's like X X P Y X. It's like a random sequence of the buttons you have to press, and then you do that, and then you'll have a chance to catch it. Okay, yes. kind of reminds me of. Uh... When you did the sword strikes in Ghost of Tsushima, when you had to hit the buttons in sequence. Yeah, kind of. Awesome. You should that do was, a. Uh, uh, once you finish your first playthrough, you should do like a, a Nuzlocke of this. A Nuzlocke? That'd be cool. I'd be a down Nuzlocke of Nexima. Your guys, my guys, I cannot count how many times they die. They go down so quick in the beginning. That'd be <laughs> very challenging, Nuzlocke. Because you get like two hits in, and they're like. Pow. And I don't really know if there's a type chart, because I keep trying to look for a typing chart, because it's very. Pokemon type this beats this, but it's like besides the classic like fire and or like water beats fire and there's like mineral which is their ground type, uh, plant which is grass, uh, psychic ghost. There's a lot of all their ghost ones are sweet. That's a, I chose you could choose any starter which is really cool. They give you a pool of one of every type uh, as a starter. So I chose oh, the wow. ghost starter, which is like this little thing called Behilda. It's just little little purple jacket with like black string arms and it's just holding its head. It's awesome. Cool. Well, I that's a, yeah, and it's like what, like a buck on phones if people want to check it out. Yeah, it's like a dollar on your phone. You can just check yeah. it out, or it's like twenty bucks digital. Yo, and this on Switch. And this footage, this guy just freaking traded one of his mons for like an item. Oh yeah, you can catch. You have <laughs> random people like NPCs the in the world that have stars over their head where you can trade. They're like, oh, let's trade some stuff, and they'll like either be people that want certain items that you can trade for other items, or they're like. Yeah, uh, can I just buy this Nexomon off you? And I don't want to catch it. And it's like, well, okay. I'll well, go catch another one. Kind of, I'm checking it out weird. on uh, the Play Store right now. And it's got over a million downloads. It's got Ooh. a lot of five star reviews. The second most reviews are one star. But <laughs> <laughs> I like the, uh, I'm not sure if the phone version has the same kind of like quality of the animations, but I really like how. They do it on the in the game. I, I really think there's probably more animations in this game than there are in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, no surprise wow. there. No mm -hmm. surprise there. Um, so, okay, so that's Nexomon, the Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Pokey-like. 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 Um, so I've been talking the last few weeks about Spearfair and Tony Hawk. I, I'm happy to say that I finally beat Spearfair last night. Didn't Ooh. know if that... If I was didn't know if I was gonna get there, honestly. Like uh not because I didn't mostly love it. I did. It's still gonna be in my top ten at the end of the year. I'm have almost no doubt. But uh it does drag a little bit at times. Like uh when you're just needing one more glass sheet, but you don't have the type of metal dust that you need, you need to sail back to the other side of the island and talk to the stupid fucking walrus again. Um <laughs> get get a little annoying, but Overall, um, I do think that the back half of the the spirits that you're guiding are less engaging uh, than the first few. Um, and this is personal preference. I, li I like the first few characters more than the, the last few. But uh, overall, really solid game. And Tyler, um, I'm curious, how, how did you feel about the fast travel walrus? Um, I used it a lot. I mean, I used it pretty much every time I needed to travel. A considerable distance. I'm like, all right, where is the bus stop? <laughs> Bring yeah, it to the bus stop, Kristen. Did you get the achievement for riding him 50 times? I, I have no idea. 
And I did right at the it. end. It was right at the end. I got the achievement, and I think it was only like four percent of people uh, have done that. So I was like, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. must have been using them a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think you played it more, um, maybe disciplined than me. Because how long did it take you? Because it took me damn near thirty hours. Mm, probably about the same. Um, oh yeah. I'm not sure if there's a way that I can check uh, how much time I played it. Uh, I wonder. Uh, but overall, really solid. Um, continuing to grind away at Tony Hawk. I almost hit 2 million last night in a two-minute run. I got to 1.9, which put me in the top 2,000 on the level of the hangar, which felt pretty good. Got my first over a million point combo. Still got a lot to learn. It's kind of like annoying now where I'm just like... I'm a perfectionist, and if I will bail on my first trick, I just restart. And um, like, even if my first combo is like under four hundred thousand points, I'm like, oh shit. And yeah, so it's a little, you know, I, I'm like, I got the muscle memory of hitting start, pressing down, pressing X, like, broom, broom, like just the retry, being such a seminal part of like post game Tony Hawk, but. That's about it for me. I just started Tell Me Why, which is the new Don't Nod game. I only played the first 45 minutes or so. Uh, I like what I've seen so far, but I'll have a lot more to say about that next week. Tell Anybody what else? Is, like, what's, uh, what's it have to do with the title, Tell Me Why? Like, is it a... Kind of so, game? What kind, the kind of game it is, is uh, Life is Strange. If most people know by now, it's sort of a quasi-choose-your-own-adventure uh, adventure game where you're mm-hmm. walking around talking to folks, making big decisions in, in people's lives or, you know, being a jerk or being really nice and having pretty drastic different endings of chapters slash just story progression in general. There's usually, you know, kind of a twee sort of soundtrack and um, a lot of times dealing with, you know, angsty teenage stuff. Uh, that's the Life Strange 1 and 2, so tell me why it kind of picks up where that one uh, lets off. Uh, I will say in the first, very first scene, if, if, if you want to go in completely blind, maybe mute me, but um, the very first scene is, uh, it's 19, or 2005, and it's a detective interviewing uh, a young child, and the child um, confesses to murdering his mom uh, because she... You don't really know exactly why. You get the idea that she was a really bad mom, and it was sort of in self-defense. And then you fast forward 10 years later, you're getting released from Juvie. Um, the character is transgender, transgender man. Uh, his sister picks him up, uh, who's his twin, and they're going back to their house to, that they're trying to sell. Um, and that's sort of where I'm at. Like it, it you know, that there's going to be some sort of mystery. Um, and and they have telepathy, tele, tele, what's the word that they, they can wow. talk to each other. Yes. Uh, with their minds. Yeah. So they can like see things and like almost see memories. And that's sort of, you know, life is strange. One, you had the power to rewind time and two, you had the power to just destroy shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> And this, that seems to be kind of the supernatural element is sort of uh, telepathy with your sister. That's cool. That's yeah. Yeah. So far, so far it seems good. And they did a really smart thing. They, they kept it episodic, but they had 
all three chapters out in three weeks. So no, no waiting for two and a half months for, you know, the next episode to drop. So, and it's all in game pass. People want to check that out uh, as, as well as the, I know life is strange too. That's how I played it on game pass. I think it's still on there. Also recommend. Um, cool. Anybody, anybody else got any other games or should we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, nothing big. I know we tried, uh, uh, what's it? Spellbreak a little bit. So kind of oh, yeah. playing, trying that, getting getting used to it. Uh, played a little bit more Among Us with some people here and there. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as as last week. Among Us is blowing up. Yeah, it's huge now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had to like expand this, all their servers that they have because it was probably like a week ago. So you have to put in a code, and if you're entering into private matches, that was only like four letters long a week ago, and I think now it's like six letters long. Wow. So they must have like had to add like a bunch more server space. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. That's wild. Yeah, I, you know they're talking about it. And a lot of times on all we sorts end up podcast. It's just... yeah. A lot of times we end up we trying to get into a North American server, but we can't even get into one. So then we just have to switch servers to like Europe in order to actually even play. That's where the good stuff's at. You gotta go European server. Wow. Well, I will download it on my phone, and we will give it a shot this week. Yes. Like Station thirteen. And I think you said it's free on phones. It's like five bucks on PC. Yep. Uh, you can remove the ads for a couple of bucks on phones. Cool. Yeah, we've got a we've got a whole crew that we've been playing with. Ooh. I finally got my chance to be the killer yesterday, and I was <laughs> I was take, I was ruined it for me. Bad. He was the bad. <laughs> he was a bad imposter. <laughs> I didn't know how to lie about. I didn't know how to lie in our turn, but I was I was murdering people. Like I saw Tyler murder somebody because we were both imposters. And I was like, oh, I got mine. And then I saw like uh Kate, his girlfriend Caitlin going to the go find the body, like she was about to find the body, murdered her and walked away. I was like, no, <laughs> you're not you're not reporting this body. Me and me and Tyler, we're about to catch one more body before they find these things. <laughs> That's right. Are you guys real serious about like when the game tells you not to talk that you don't talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that's where that, that's where that's where the fun like, is, yeah. Yeah. I'd be a really bad liar. I don't know if I'd be Maybe I'll check it out. Anthony would just like giggle. I didn't kill him. I was I was looking at my phone the whole time. I, I didn't need the body in the electrical room. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. I put it in a cool position. It looked like they're puking. <laughs> All right. That has been episode one, 71 of the episode Level one, Show. Episode one, all righty well thank you so much for joining us whether you're watching or listening uh get the get it on the podcast services if if just even if you already watched it why not just double up Let's do it. double your fun <laughs> all right see you next time y'all all right bye, bye.